Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Thank you very much there, Sean. I'd like to thank Sean Angle for holding down the fort there in uh, Manhattan, New York. I'm Cam Stewart in Toronto. George Kurtz on the island getting it done here. Weekend fantasy update style. We're going through the baseball board, seeing our best bets of the day, giving you some uh, DFS plays as well for the early slate. George is going to be playing the late slate. Maybe we'll put together a little hockey lineup too, George. That gets going at 3 o'clock, but we're talking baseball right now, and we'll go to uh, basically going through the American League, Interleague, and the, the write-in games, and we got uh, 405, game one of a doubleheader. We got uh, Minnesota and Baltimore, uh, a pitcher that you really like for fantasy purposes is uh, Berrios, strikeout machine, and in a very good spot against a team that will take a lot of swings and misses, the Baltimore Orioles. The Twins laying 235 with Berrios, Baltimore plus 190, run line, Minnesota minus 1.5, minus 35. We got Baltimore plus 1.5, plus 15, over, under, set at 9.5 here. Berrios and Straley, I like the Twins here uh, to, to get it done. Berrios should be able to shut those guys down, but I'll tell you one thing, George, Baltimore's been pesky. They're a pesky Pesky, pesky underdog, and if you bet them this year, uh, you're making a lot of money because they seem to be plus 160 or higher in almost every game. I agree with you across the board. Across the board, I think uh, Minnesota takes care of business, but Baltimore has been a pain in the ass. It's really what they've they been are. A pain They're in the gritty, ass. gritty club. Right. Getting and they've been DFS deals too. Like you talked about, it. you put Mancini in the lineup. Uh, a lot of guys in their team like really, really cheap because everyone. Oh, Baltimore sucks. Baltimore sucks. Hell, fifty nine wins to projected uh, Vegas and New Jersey totals at the start of the year at the, the sports books there. But uh, so far, they basically told everybody, "Screw you. We're still going to battle. I don't care if we look like we have a minor league lineup. They have a couple guys that can rake on that team." They do. They certainly do. And uh, listen, I'll go with the Twins here as well. I would probably be a parlay for me. But Barrios against Straley, that, that's all Minnesota. That's an ace against garbage, pretty much. Uh, over on his nine and a half, probably not going that direction. Barrios could shut down the Orioles today. But like this is once again, this is also the first game of doubleheader. So keep that in mind. Yep. We have a lot of baseball today. I think we have 17 games on the schedule today. So a lot of baseball yep. today. 16. A couple of news and notes. I think that White Sox game got postponed. Oh, so, now it's 16, uh, yeah. yeah. So now it's 16. But a couple of news and notes for you. The Hanley Ramirez era Good. in Cleveland has come to an end. He got uh, wow. DFA'd. Uh, Lindor, once again, Lindor got activated. Somebody had to go, and that somebody was Hanley Ramirez. Those of you stashing Brandon Morrow because you thought he was going to close uh, when he returned, well, he's been shut down, and that's not good. He was supposed to return in May. It's anyone's guess now when that's going to happen. The Mets. Boy, the Mets are interesting with how they handle injuries. Now they're saying DeGrom may not have an MRI on Monday. And he, uh, DeGrom actually played catch today because he felt better. Well, that would seem to be good news. Why wouldn't you give him the MRI anyway? Just to be sure here, I I, I don't get yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. If a regular citizen like was going to get an MRI, not like a guy whose arms worth millions and millions and millions of dollars, like don't why does it take three diligence. days? Like when I go to the doctor's office there, you know what I mean? Like if I'm concerned or whatever, yeah, like check the blood work. Let's do this. Let's do as many things as you can. Like an MRI to me, George, seems pretty basic when you're dealing with a pitcher with a, with with things floating in the arm. Uh, what's going on here? You said it. That's just stupid or lazy or I don't even get it. It's insane. Oh, I know. I know. I think I know why it is. You know what? You know why? Because they're afraid. They're afraid of what the MRI yeah. is going to show. That's a great even though, point. even though he that's, had that's an the, MRI, that's the only thing that can be because the, you'd have to do it. You're you're dealing with an asset like that. It's almost like saying, "Hey, I got a million dollar racehorse." So you know, it's like, ah, yeah. You know what I mean? Then his heart blows up. Like he goes, he, he, he can't screw around with this type of stuff, man. That's dangerous. But I find it strange, Cam. That assuming that is the reason, I think it is. 
Why are they so worried? He had an MRI before he signed the $135 million contract. So that's the right. only thing would be there would be a new injury. It's not like it's one of these situations where, well, every pitcher has tears. And that's true. Every pitcher does. It's a degree of tear and what they can play with. You know, but Graham just had an MRI a month ago. Hell, probably less than a month ago. So what do you Only a new injury would show up here. But whatever. Like I said, now he may not have an MRI and he's playing catch today. So uh, I guess it's good news. And as you stated earlier, Cam, uh, Charlie Marte more than likely heading to the IL. Matter of yeah. fact, I think before game time today, he'll be on the IL along with Gonzalez. No one cares about Gonzalez. He's not a fan. He's not fantasy worthy. But the reason I say this is that the Pittsburgh Pirates called up two players today. So most people are assuming they called up those two players because Marte and Gonzalez are going on the IL. And assuming those two players get there before the game, most of us once again assume that Marte and Gonzalez will go on the IL and those two players will put on the roster there. So you're more than likely losing Marte for at least 10 days. Wow. Yeah, no, that looked uh, very, very scary, George, and we thought uh, something was going to happen, and now it does. So interesting. Uh, thanks for the, the news there. Yeah, this Mets situation going on. You said it. Like, obviously, the, the news is uh, they're just thinking more bad news, and uh, we'll keep on top of these stories right now going through uh, game two of these uh, writing games. So we're on, we're thinking twins, but we got to be careful with the lineups and the doubleheaders. Sometimes managers will switch it, and certain guys you think are playing game one, they play game two. So we'll be on top of these things once these lineups become available. Game two of the doubleheader. It's a late start though between Atlanta and Cleveland. We got uh, 7.05 here, Tucson versus Bauer. Bauer's been exceptional for Cleveland. We talk about their bats. Cleveland right now on the money line to win the game, minus 160. Atlanta on the money line, plus 135. Run line, Atlanta dogs, plus one and a half, minus 150. Cleveland, minus one and a half, plus 30. Low total because of the pitching matchup, seven and a half and those bats. George, what do we think about uh, game two, Atlanta and Cleveland. All right. Now you mentioned uh, it's a very important thing. Remember, double headers today. Odds are a lot of te- a lot of managers don't like playing both players uh, in both games. They want to get them some rest there. In game one, by the way, uh, for the Twins, uh, Max Kepler's out. I assume he that means he plays game two. Now I already mentioned the Cleveland at uh, Atlanta game. Uh, it looks like everyone's in for Atlanta game one, so it means I would expect a couple of them to be out for game two. Cleveland looks to be the same way. Lindor will certainly play game two. I'd be shocked. You activate the guy. I understand you don't want to play him both games with a doubleheader right off the bat, but you are going to play him, right? So I assume he starts here. Now, that being said, this is a good pitching matchup, Cam. We have Trevor Bauer versus the name I can't pronounce. Uh, Tuki Tuswant. 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 He sounds like a French, uh, like a like he does a French baguette kind of, right? Toussaint. I was thinking croissant, but okay. Qu- croissant, that, Toussaint. Ba- yeah, baguette's good something. too. <laughs> so we got Bauer versus Toussaint. Now I'm hungry again. Bauer, so, Bauer skates versus the baguette. It's a good matchup, though. Good matchup. Well, it's hockey season, so I'll go with the skates. All yeah, right, so Bauer. Uh, Bauer's been great uh, without knowing what the lineup is, but because I see what the Braves lineup is in the first game, I assume they'll have a weaker lineup the second game, which is making me lean me towards Bauer. And that, plus, the Swamp was very good. His led, he came in. He didn't start the game. He came in for, I forget which pitcher he came in for, he pitched lousy. And he pitched very well against the Mets, I think, last Sunday night. So, so Swan is not, is not some throwaway here. He's a top prospect here who can make his mark. And that Cleveland lineup, even with Lindor in it, won't be that strong. And maybe Jose Ramirez is out this game. He's playing game one. So I think this is a, uh, an under game. I like the under here. And I'm leaning yeah. towards Cleveland, although I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't bet Cleveland, but I'm leaning towards them. But I would take the under. Bottom line is, we looked at both games and said, hey, the under is possible with uh, Tehran and Kluber, too. It's at eight, and this one, too. Uh, one of these games is going under, and maybe both. I'm with you, George, and we'll we'll see. You could be tricky with these doubleheaders, but uh, I don't see a lot of runs being produced with the pitching matchups there, too, and Bauer's been an absolute machine for Cleveland, man. That guy, he gets things done. Now let's go to the National League. Our boy, flexing, flex for fantasy. Yeah, flexing for the Mets against uh, Mikolas for the Cardinals. Cardinals, George is talking about a DFS stack, so this is the first game in the National League. It's going off in a about an hour and 10 minutes time. Uh, actually, yeah, yeah, about an hour right now. 2.15 start time. We got Mets and Flexen versus Mikolas and the Cardinals. Cardinals, the favorites in this one, minus 155. Mets, plus 135. Run line, Mets, plus one and a half, minus 60 cents. Cardinals, minus one and a half, plus 35. Over, under, nine and a half. I think we can get some runs in this game there, George, with Flexen and Mikolas and probably see some bullpens here too, but a lean to the Cardinals over the Mets in this spot. 55 cents seems reasonable with Mikolas, despite him not being brilliant to start the season. 
I agree. I mean, I agree. I think, what's good? I agree. I'm, I'm with you across the board here. I lean towards the Cardinals here. Miklos is better than Flexen. Are you a Billy Idol guy, by the way? Well, yeah, he's okay. He's not, not my favorite artist or anything. I, I like Billy Idol. He's good. I like yeah. Billy Idol as well. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm a fan. Like, I'm not gonna say he's like my favorite artist, but like when a Billy Idol song comes on, I'm like, yeah, it's good. Like uh, Eyes Without a Face, I think is a really underrated song. To be honest with you, by him, I think it's uh, fantastic. He wrote, he wrote some good stuff. And uh, that era, though, it's just uh, he doesn't really get a lot of respect or whatever anymore. Like you don't really hear about Billy Idol, but he did some good stuff. Yes, I consider Billy Idol uh, from DFS purposes a, a play, George, a good value play. A good value play indeed with upside. You know, so yes. I, I like, I, I, like <laughs> upside. I like Billy Idol as well. Rebel Yell, White Wedding, Don't Need a Gun, whatever you want to go with there. So I'm a bit – that was my Alexa talking to me. I don't know why she's speaking up. Yeah, why are you talking about Billy Idol, Hi. George? Is that, as I was saying, your kids are hiding in a new spot today, not in the ottoman. They are in the wall. I don't know what's uh, happening. Yeah, I guess she's not uh, not a Billy Idol fan. I don't know. I saw Billy Idol at the Coliseum like, when I was That's probably, cool. 80s, I think it had to be. Uh, that I think they saw in there with uh, Scorpions, if I remember correctly. Oh, I, I'd like to see the Scorpions. Scorpions are great. Yeah, Scorpions I bet they, they're good. good. They're, they're good. Uh, Scorpions, I bet they put on a good show. I like the Scorpions. That's cool. So uh, as far as this game is concerned, though, once again, I, I'm with you there. I like St. Louis, minus 155. I lean towards the over of nine and a half here, but I'm probably not going to bet that's a little high for me, just in case oh, that Nikos does shut down the Mets. Yep. Uh, it's if it was nine, I'd probably be a lot more interested. Certainly, if it was anywhere in the eights, I'd bet it. But uh, nine and a half, I'm probably staying away. But I, I might put something small on it. I might just because uh, I plan on watching baseball most of the day while fixing my ceiling. So uh, a little extra action would yep. be the worst thing oh, on the planet. Always, always a project at Casa Kurtz. Always oh, I didn't tell you. Let, let me hey, tell you about Where this. are the kids? They're somewhere. I got raves to leave. Ray, leaves to rake and you have raves to leave? Today. Yeah, raves to leave. <laughs> you got kids. Reeves Lake? To, today it is fixtures. George, you're like a, you're like a home improvement store. I should call, we should get a sponsor. Ace is the place. That's where George will be. No, I mean, uh, listen, I have, for those who don't know, I, I had a leak in my ceiling, my man room. Oh, man no, cave. I hate that. Oh, I, God. But I fixed That's it. That's scary. I, oh, you I, fixed it? I, I fixed it, wow. fixed the leak, and then uh, last Saturday I put up the new ceiling, you know, and, uh, you know, I put up the new sheetrock, you sand it down, tape it up, and uh, I'm, I'm about ready. I get home from refing Tuesday night. I'm about ready to paint. You know, put up put by my Dallas Cowboy silver back up. That's that's the name of the paint. Not making that up. Yeah. Uh, Home Depot, by the way. You, wow. you can get any color you want. You want Seattle nice. Seahawks blue or Seattle Seahawks yeah, silver? Yeah. You can. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I'm, I'm I'm getting ready to paint, and I realize, oh crap, it's there's another leak. I I, oh, I, I see you know the paint's peeling. You got to be kidding me. So once again, it's a small, oh, smaller one, by the way. The, the first one I probably did at the three by five. This one's two by two. But now I got to start the process all over again. I fixed the leak, and now today I got to put up the sheetrock and uh, get this. I never knew uh, you, you know, for a handyman, George. I can barely fix like a toilet when the thing when the thing breaks, man. Like you're, that's impressive. You're a real handyman. You own a house. You fix things, or else you got to pay a small yeah, fortune to have exactly. them fixed. Okay? You, you exactly. Learn. YouTube is a wonderful thing when you need to fix things. Let me tell you, I, I, if I don't know how to do it, uh, I, I, I watch instructional videos and you figure it out. The only thing I really won't mess with is uh, electrical. electrical. No, yeah, I'm not. I'm Especially not if you if you had a if you had a wire, like say you got a leaky roof near a fixture, that's when you call in the nope. professionals. You're not dealing Damn with right. that. Yeah, I, I can ma- change. It won't matter about your Dallas Cowboys uh, blue. You'll be, uh, yeah, you'll be fried, uh, Los Angeles Chargers style, <laughs> high voltage. Yeah. I can change light switches and stuff like that. You go to you know you go to the circuit yeah. breaker, you turn turn it off, you're fine. It's just a bunch of yep. screws. But any, anything anything complicated, I'm I'm not dying here. And uh, you know, speaking of raking leaves, by the way, Sean Engel, our producer, you know, on Facebook, Sean p- puts uh, uh, something like, uh, you know, I like to look at trees because they relax me. And the first thing I'm thinking, you know, nice. see this, uh, they don't relax me, Sean, because they got leaves. <laughs> All right, That's they had agita, a lot of anxiety in my life, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Sean, how you doing, buddy? You're gonna you, you miss NASCAR this week? Uh, it's it's crazy. That's what me and Gabe were talking about. A little vroom vroom. At, at least these guys they, they practice what they preach. Uh, God 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 is number one in uh, in NASCAR. You don't mess with uh, God or your mother. Those are the only two weeks these guys take off: Mother's Day and Easter. Yeah, pretty much so. <laughs> <laughs> Although that being said, the next racetrack that the Cup Series is going to is one I'm not looking forward to from a DFS perspective. Talladega. <laughs> Cookie cutter? 
Oh, no, not a cookie cutter. Definitely not. We're talking super speedway like Daytona. Oh, oh okay. And Why don't you like it? Because usually those sorts of tracks, uh, it's very unpredictable can what happen. There's usually a lot of surprise winners, a lot of surprise results, especially because the likelihood of crashes goes up much higher at tracks like that. Oh. And with that, it makes things a lot Carnage. more difficult to predict. Are you impressed with Kurtz's uh, ways, Jerry George? I think we're doing a, we're, we're we're basically a hey, Sean. We're doing like a handy show. We should get a sponsorship from uh, from Ace or one of these places. Kurtz can fix anything. I'm very impressed. No, not anything. No, not everything anything. but electrical. That's pretty good. Better than me. I'm a stooge. I can't fix anything. As I said, it comes down to I'm not paying for it. You know, I don't want to pay to yeah. have it done. Uh, if I can, you know, if you, if you can learn how to do it, most of it, listen, it's time consuming and putting up a new ceiling yeah. is really more time consuming than anything else because you can't get it all done in one day. Like today, I'll, I'll put up the ceiling and then I'll, uh, you know, put the tape and I'll plaster it. Then I can't do anything else. I have to wait for the plaster to dry. Right. Then I got to put up yeah. probably another, a more, uh, spackles plaster, whatever you want to call it. And I got to wait for that to dry. Then after it dries, I have to uh, sand it down. You know, and then you got to get rid of the excess sand with a little damp cloth there. Then I can paint. And then you got to wait another day, you paint in a second coat. And so it takes five days to fix this thing, even though it's, like I said, it's only a two-by-two two hole. So it can get frustrating because you have to wait. You can't, I can't just do it all in three hours or four hours, whatever it might be. You I have do to wait shingles? To I'm, not, I'm not big with heights. No. Not big with heights, when man. We had that, when we had that windstorm, I'm not sure. Like, there was a big uh, storm. Like, everybody's, like, roof fell off. I just paid the guy. I go, you know what? I'm going to bite the bullet. Give this guy 500 bucks. He got up on the line. No, I'm not going up there. Like, I, it pissed me off, but I don't mess with shingles or electrical. George Kurtz, handyman, DFS, capper. What can't he do? Children finder. He does it all. We'll go through the rest of the board here. We haven't even got to Cranky Don't Move That Number and Darvish, Arizona Cubs, and the whole National League board. When we come back, we get fantasy update style. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back to the Weekend Fantasy Update. I'm Cam Stewart along with George Kurtz, Sean Engel producing, going through, yeah, George's handyman list, all the things that he has to do. Boom goes the dynamite. Judge with the home run. We should have put him in our DFS lineup. So Yankees on the board. George, good start there. Was it a solo shot or uh, how was it? I'm watching golf right now. Solo shot. He uh, he used the uh, short porch in right field. Probably not a home run in most ballparks, but uh, it was high. It was far, and it's gone. Yeah, one nothing already. Bottom of first. Uh, yeah, good. I didn't even. I ended up. We were going to take the under in the game. I passed. I think I'm going to wait for the late card. Lots of hockey and stuff tonight there too. George is going to be absolutely off the chain. It's going to be a nice uh, night of sports actually. Next game that we got to, I was telling you. Granky, don't move that number. Yeah, we had a little uh, Steely Dan before. Granky and Darvish. Uh, we got the Cubs. Cubs and Diamondbacks at 2.20 Eastern time. Q Darvish is laying 145. They're the favorites. Arizona plus 125 on the money line. Uh, run line, we got Arizona plus 1.5 minus 90. Cubs minus 1.5 plus 60. Over under, low one, George. Probably the wind's blowing in. Uh, seven flat, uh, Arizona and Cubs. Uh, I'll look, uh, I, I look to take uh, Arizona at a dog price against uh, the Cubs. Cubs playing a little bit uh, better recently. Low total. What do you think of this one with Darvish and Greinke? We know about Darvish. Uh, things can go off the rails pretty quick. I don't like to lay juice with him. Yeah, that uh, the wind was pretty nasty in Chicago yesterday. I mentioned that. I think it was like 44 degrees with 26-mile-per-hour winds uh, yesterday. We're seeing the same all oh, here in the Northeast, too. Very windy all week here. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. 
So, Greg, you Darvish. Now, Cam, you and I already discussed, right? We don't trust Darvish. Right? He had the one good start nope. that was against Miami, the uh, offensively inept Miami Marlins here. So, are we expecting much better today? Diamondbacks have a better offense, right? Uh, no Adam Jones today. Oh, I'm sorry. I take it back. He's in there. Missed him. Uh, Dyson, Escobar, Peralta, Jones, Walker, Marte, Ahmed, John Ryan Murphy and Zach Granke. Wow, another pathetic lineup when you think about it. Wow, I mean, wow that that's weak. When, when you look at Granke, Granke, one of oh, he's actually one of the better hitters. The way things are going there, like he said, oh, didn't he hit a, how many home runs he hit this year? Does he got a home run or two? I think Greinke? he's got he's got at least one. At least he one. Might, he, I know he he's might got at least two. one. Yeah, but the, that's a bad lineup. That, I mean, that's just a bad bad lineup. Uh, I mean. Lineup-wise, I want to go college. Pitching-wise, I want to go Diamondbacks. That generally means I'm not going to take the game here. But I'm still going to go Granky here. I think Granky's going to uh, get it done. I just like – I don't trust Darvish. It's really what it comes down to. I don't trust Darvish. Especially the com- – you hear the comment he made this week? Because I believe uh, – I mean, even if he gets the moment, he walked four batters. And he's just like, well, you know what? I'm going to walk some guys. Really? Yeah, you, can't be walking, <laughs> you can't be walking guys against the Marlins. You just can't be walking guys against the Marlins. All right, those are guys you have to make them put the ball in play. So uh, I'm going. I'm going to go Granky in this game. I'm getting plus money here, plus a uh, one and a quarter here, over under seven. Won't be touching that, but I'll I'll go Granky in the, uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to be looking that way as well. I think Greinke is uh, something that you 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 have to consider at that price, laying anything with Darvish. And Darvish, it's actually hilarious. Like, yeah, you talk about walking guys. Like, remember when 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 he went to the Dodgers there. He lost every game in that World Series. Like he's a big reason why the Dodgers couldn't get it done. Uh, and remember, the Dodgers were probably going to go after a guy like Justin uh, Verlander there, and they ended up settling on Darvish, and it turned out to be uh, not not the best guy. And he's Oops. never been the same. He's never been the same. Like Darvish is just – he was horrible. Like let's just call it over what it is. He got absolutely schooled in that World Series. He was the reason the Dodgers didn't win the World Series. He was awful. Yeah. I mean, can't disagree with you. Can't disagree at all. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I blame them for the Verlander thing because really nobody went at the Verlander when he was available yeah. at the de- at a deadline. No, because his velocity wasn't quite there. We weren't sure. He had the core muscle injuries, and uh, and the big Houston got a steal, an absolute steal. I mean, yep. is, can anybody name me one player that went back to Detroit in that deal? I nope. can't offhand. <laughs> I I, I'd, I'd have to look. I honestly can't. I don't remember one player that went back there. So uh, I said, uh, and the Astros, by the way. I wouldn't be if you're in a uh, fantasy league, and Forrest Whitley's available in your league. Man, you may want to pick him up. He's going to be a good starter for that team. He's the reason why I don't think they'll make a big time, a big time try to re-sign Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole's a free agent after the year, and Garrett Cole's going to get paid mega mega bucks. He'll be yeah, a Yankee sure. year. Uh, he'll be a Yankee. Trust me on this, Yankee. Yankees tried to get him from the uh, Pacific Pirates at the uh, before the season started last year, but apparently they didn't like Frazier and Chance Adams. They wanted Andujar, and the Yankees wouldn't deal him, so they went to Houston instead. I think the Yankees will end up uh, cold next year. But what I'm, the point is, Forrest Whitley is that good, and he's going to be up, uh, I think, sometime in June. And if you if you could stash him on your fantasy team, I'd stash this kid. You know, this kid is a good, good pitcher. I'm telling you, he's going to be another ace for the Astros uh, in, a, in a year or two. Just like Verlander and Cole, now they're going to have Verlander and Whitley, assuming Cole does leave there. I love what Whitley can do here. I, I've tried to stash him in as many leagues as possible. Unfortunately for me, he was only available in one. Yeah, that's it's an embarrassment of riches when you're talking about Houston. It's unbelievable. Whatever they touch uh, turns to gold. And, yeah, you said it. Like this guy, uh, when, when Cole leaves, they still have enough uh, beautiful parts there that they'll be okay. And, yeah, he'll, he will probably be a New York Yankee. That's a very good call there, George. They'll spend up, and uh, he's going to be a very rich man. He already is. He's just going to get even richer. What are we going to talk about now? So we talked about Arizona, thinking they might be a good dog against Darvish and the Cubs. Next game on the docket, a uh, pitcher that we mentioned from DFS uh, purposes for value. Holland for the Giants against uh, Jamison Tyon for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, minus 145 in this baseball game. The Giants plus 125 on the money line. Run line, plus one and a half, minus 185. Giants, minus one and a half, plus 55. Pittsburgh, total set at seven flat because the Giants can't hit. What do we think about this one uh, there, uh, George? Interesting game. You kind of, I'm looking at the Giants, but they scare me, those bats. It's hard to take these guys even when they're a dog which is a lot. <laughs> Have a you lot. seen the Pirates lineup? I mean, this is a scary. This is the Pirates lineup. Cole Tucker. He was one of the guys called up. Because Eric Gonzalez, I expect to be on the IL. Zheng Ho Kong. All right, we've heard of him. Francisco yep. Cervelli is your third place batter. Are you kidding me? Wow. Fran- no, nah, I kid you not. 
Uh, Josh Bell batting fourth. I don't have any issues with him. And then it becomes, have you heard of any of these guys? Batting fifth and playing center field is Brian Reynolds. Batting sixth and playing right field is J.B. Shuck. Uh, you might want to yep. just take the H out of there. Uh, batting seventh and playing <laughs> second base is Pablo Reyes. Yeah. And batting eighth nice. and playing left field is Jason Martin. That's your lineup for the Pirates today. I know Jamison Talia. This is why, once again, I'm going with Derek Holland and, and, uh, and Daly. 6,800, I'm, I'm going with it. Uh, I mean, really? That's your lineup? James Italian? You're, you're banking on Italian giving up a run or two. Listen, the I'm Giants have you, a terrible lineup. The two, Giants are horrible, but they might be worth a look today. If you're getting, I've heard if of those getting, guys at least. Yeah, you're getting 25, 30 cents. Uh, you got Holland. Uh, I don't think he's going to be intimidated by that lineup at all. A nice dog. They're also coming off a loss. I, I would tell you a lot of things point to the San Francisco Giants as a dog, and I might just add it to my card. I think that, uh, yes, I, I actually think that they're in a very good spot there, George. I'll tell you one thing. I won't be betting Pittsburgh at minus 145. God, no. That's no, not happening. No, I'm not betting. There's no way I'd bet Pittsburgh here. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go over Giants as well. That lineup is just putrid. Yep. I said if I'm Holland, and Holland's a left-hander, so he should be able to neutralize exactly. uh, somewhat uh, of what the power of the, you know, the Martins lefty, Shucks lefty, uh, Bell's a switch hitter, but his power is generally from the left-hand side. So uh, I think uh, he could do some damage here. I like what uh, what Holland could do here. And Daly, I think he's a must for me. And yeah. the over-under is, what, seven in this game as well. <laughs> Listen, they're not stupid there. I don't think many runs are going to be put in the board here. Probably not going to touch it anyway, but I'm still thinking about it. But this is going to be a, this is a game I won't watch at all. Yeah, this is going to be, a, I think, a small play on uh, San Francisco. It's worth uh, the price, getting plus money at 125. I'm not sold on Pittsburgh. Next game, uh, Washington, uh, they lost to uh, Miami the last game, and uh, that's not good. Now, uh, this is what they have when you're a good team. You get the, the stop gaps. Pitcher like Scherzer, he's uh, taking the mound today. Minus 250 against uh, Miami's Urena. Uh, Miami is plus 200. Washington, minus 250. Run line, Washington, minus 1.5, minus 40. And Miami, plus plus one and a half, plus 20 over under in this game as well. Very low seven. Uh, good matchup there. Washington should rebound uh, with Scherzer against Miami, but 250, it's pretty steep. Uh, it sounds like uh, poly par- parlay for me there, George. I won't uh, be taking it, but it might be parlayed. Poly parlay. Well, listen, we all, we all expect Washington to win this game, right? So that we know that. Yeah. Minus 250, you're right. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. So it is uh, poly parlay. Never heard that before. So uh, I'll agree with you. Poly parlay as well. Here, uh, over under. Another low over under is seven. And we know all why. sevens. Like that's I mean, so what what do we got here? So Arizona Cubs seven. That's because of the win there, probably. Giants with Holland and Tyon. We talked about their lineups. Brutal. That's seven flat. This is seven flat. Wow. A lot of real, real low totals today and, and bad weather across uh, the East, too. But uh, this one's in Miami. That's that, that's a very low total, even with Scherzer and Urena there. Hey, uh, I'm not surprised that Scherzer could pitch a shutout. We'll give up one he run. Could. That doesn't shock me at all. So uh, will the Nationals hit enough to get above that seven? Cincinnati and San Diego later on tonight is also at seven. And Correct. The, set, the second game of the doubleheader, not the first game of uh, to, to, uh, Croissant, Toussaint and Bauer is at yeah. seven and a half. So there's a lot of, I guess Vegas is not expecting a lot of runs to be scored today. Yeah, Grand Salami, uh, the under is going to be pretty low for all, all the total of all the games there. And, uh, yeah, we'll pick our spots. I, I don't know. We'll check it, keep checking the weather reports, guys, if you're gambling, too. It's very important. Don't want to make a bet and find out, like, the wind's actually going uh, at Wrigley, like, out instead of in, and those things could happen. So stay on top of uh, weather. It's very, very important. Also, you know, George talked about it earlier, the rainouts, if the stud's out there and he's got to sit more than 45 minutes, usually he's not coming back in the game, and then it becomes a war of the bullpens, which can get pretty stupid. Next game. We got 7-10 Eastern. We got the Dodgers and Brewers. Uh, yeah, the Dodgers, are they're finding ways to get it done. Uh, Dodgers minus 145 favorites with Ryu going. Uh, the Milwaukee counters with Anderson plus 125. Run line, Dodgers minus 1.5 plus 10. Brewers, Dogs plus 1.5 minus 130. Over under in this one, a little bit higher, 9.5 because we have real offenses here, George. What do you think of the Dodgers and Brew crew today? Well, Ryu had his first start since coming off the IL, so I might be a little worried about that uh, because you know you don't know what you're gonna get first start back. Plus, it's in Milwaukee, and my God, the ball's flying out of that ballpark, and that's no that's not a surprise. We expect Yelich got eleven eleven dingers already. Beautiful. He's he's hitting, he's hitting monster shots. My God, yeah. monster shots. Uh, Ryu versus uh, Anderson. Um, I'm expecting runs to be put on the board. How about that? That's what I expect. Runs. Yep. Uh, that's why it's nine and a half, buddy. These guys aren't stupid.
That's a and big I'm leaning, total. I'm leaning towards it. I am leaning towards it. We have another home run in the Yankee game, by the way. This one looks to be Clint Frazier also taking advantage of the short porch. Clint Frazier with a home run for the Yankees here. 2 nothing Yankees bottom of the second inning. 2 nothing Yankees. Solo shots. Getting it done. So the Yankees already up on the Royals. Big favorites there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to come back to Milwaukee. It's like they've had really tight games with the Dodgers, but the Dodgers have gotten the best of them. So very, very uh, interesting game. I'm going to, yeah, George, I, I lean over too. I think we should see some runs in this baseball game. I want to take the dog, but not going to pull the trigger yet with Milwaukee. Next uh, interesting uh, game here. I like uh, I like watching these uh, Colorado games. We got uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia will make my card tonight. I am taking them. I'm writing it down right now. Uh, Nola. Uh, the Phillies have lost a couple heartbreakers there in Colorado. They're uh, minus 125 favorites. Uh, Sansatella goes for the Rockies, plus 105. Run line, Philadelphia minus 1.5, plus 130. Rockies, plus 1.5, minus 50. Over, under at Coors, 10.5. Philly, as I mentioned, a couple, couple tough losses to the Rockies. Rockies had a walk-off win yesterday. I think uh, I'm going to go with the better pitcher and a team to rebound. Harper's been struggling. The Phillies not really hitting the way they should. But today, I think I'm going to put the in uh, on my card, George, only laying 20, 25 cents. That's good enough for me. Give me the Phillies. Yeah, Nola struggled uh, recently as well. I don't know if Colorado Coors Field is a place to figure it out, mind you, but then again, Sensatella, yeah. I, I expect him to get hit. Uh, Harper, five hits last night. Uh, good for him to uh, break out of it in a big way. Yeah, he, Coors- yeah, he's been really, before that, George, he hasn't been playing very well. Harper's been uh, struggling. But Coors Field solves a lot of problems. It does. It, it, it really does. does. Uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a good place to go if you have issues, right, uh, in that ballpark. There. I, I, I agree with you, though. I think Nola will certainly pitch better than Sensatella. I think the only question for me is, do I want to touch this over and a half? Oh, over and a half. Over under, 10 and a half. Probably not. Just on the off chance that Nola pitches a gem here, I'll probably stay away from this. Another little piece of news here. Apparently, the Yankees now, they'll activate Gary Sanchez on Wednesday. That's the reports now. They'll activate him on Wednesday. They do want him to play in a minor league game or two. And they'll wait, uh, I guess, until uh, for some reason he's not playing it today, not going to play it tomorrow. He might play in it uh, Monday and or Tuesday. My guess is Monday travels Tuesday, plays Wednesday. It's been interesting, uh, George. You talk about, uh, I'm looking at the last these games at Coors. There's been a lot of unders recently. A couple days ago, it was a 6-2 to two Rockies win. That stayed under the number. 4-3 to three, uh, final the other night. Rockies with the walk-off win. That stayed way under the number. So these high totals, there haven't been a lot of runs in uh, in this series, though. They're go- kind of going under the number. But tonight's the night. They usually have one of those games that uh, blasts over the number. I got to believe uh, we can get to 11 tonight. Uh, a lot of, I think we're going to see some uh, big dingers and lots of runs and Coors. I know lately it's been uh, playing more defensive style tonight. The offenses break out. What do you think? I don't mind it. I don't, I really don't mind it at all. Uh, let me ask a question. Have you ever taken the under a course? Yes, I have many times. Really? And I've actually, I've actually won. Like uh, the thing about Coors is I think a lot of the time we talked about when the balls are flying out, those numbers were inflated. Like I remember a lot of the times those over unders were 13 and a half, like crazy stuff. When it got that high, I'm like, I have to take the under and I I've lost that way. I've got burned, but I've also won that, uh, that way too. And it's like, these games aren't automatically going over. And right now they're, they're posting very high numbers because of Coors. And it seems to be kind of, you know what I mean? These games are flying under George. So it's interesting. Yeah, you can take an under if it's big enough. If they're going to start posting like, you know, 12 and a half, 13s, I think you have to sometimes look at the unders. Oh, I, I would agree. It just seems that there's two things I can't do. In fantasy leagues, I can't draft a Colorado pitcher. Can't do it. Uh, maybe not even freelance. No, 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 I can't do. It. I just I can't take those blow up games well, when they have problems. And in uh, yep. gambling, I I, just, I can't bet the under in Colorado. I don't. I honestly don't think I've ever done it. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but I'm saying for the most part, uh, nothing comes to mind here. I just say I see the under. I'm like, nope, I'll pass. Thank you. Next. Yeah, it's hard to do because we, you know, it's in our minds that you know all these games go over. But sometimes George, when they make a mistake, we have to capitalize on it. And uh, the last two have been under, but uh, tonight I think uh, the over at ten and a half. I think we can get their final game before well, we hit the break and go through the NHL board and the rest of the American League in uh, baseball. Castillo, the Reds uh, starting to figure it out a little bit, playing better as of late. Uh, Pickham versus San Diego. It's ten cents either way. Castillo minus one ten. Lauer minus one ten for the Padres. Reds minus one and a half plus 165 Padres plus one and a half 195 total as George mentioned low at seven what do you think George not a lot of offense between these two teams and surprisingly the Reds are getting good pitching it's weird 
Yeah, I mean, uh, Castillo can pitch. Uh, he might want to run the first base if he hit a single this time, buddy. Uh, <laughs> you know, that, that that helps. That's how you get a yeah. single. That uh, does those are, he had a single to the outfield, and he didn't run. Uh, he, he, according to him, he didn't know where the ball was. Okay. Might, might <laughs> want to run. Hey, he's a pitcher. All right. Maybe he didn't know where the ball was. Lowers pitched okay for San Diego. The overrun, uh, I said this, the overrun, this is another seven. No. Uh, on my, yeah, that is low. On my site, they're uh, both even minus 110 to win. Uh, it's another game I don't want to watch, Cam. I just don't. So I'm not betting it because I don't want to watch it. I just don't. There'll be other things I want to watch tonight at 8 Yeah, you got options. You got hockey games. Hockey. You got other, 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 other baseball hockey. We got so many options, George. That's the beautiful thing about the weekend slate. You don't have to watch Cincinnati versus San Diego. Thank God no one's forcing you to watch that game. I might. If I have money on it, I'll watch it. But to George's point, lots of other options. Guys, stick around. We're going to go through the hockey board. We haven't even talked about the lines for them. It's been an underdog playoff so far. Will it continue? And the rest of the baseball board, George and I will go through and maybe a couple DFS tips for you as well. I'm Cam Stewart. He's George Kurtz along with Sean Engel. This is the Weekend Fantasy Update. Back for the final segment coming up next. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Sean, Cam Stewart here with my buddy George Kurtz, Weekend Fantasy Update, giving you all the betting lines, DFS picks, and hopefully we'll win some money today, which will be great for an Easter weekend so we can buy mom some flowers or some treats or something, right, George? Winning money always helps with you, home improvement, because you never know what's happening in Kurtz's house. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. I, I, I do never know what's happening in my house. By the way, Cam, I just saw... Uh, so we talked about earlier, the offsides play in the uh, Boston game. He was uh, offside. Yes. Uh, he wasn't even close to onside. My That's God, he's they, way they, offside. They, they called that They called that onside. That is offside. It's not even close. Why not wasn't it close. reviewed? What? Uh, no, they, they did review it, and they called it onside. Oh, my God. That's awful. Yeah. Oh, tr- trust me. I know. It, and it was after the goal, controversial goal, so it was kind of like an even-up call. A lot of bad calls. George should have called you. We should have tapped in George Kurtz to be the referee. Bad, bad performance. Uh, hey, refs are human, but the guys in the Toronto-Boston game last night, not their best uh, evening. And the reviews got it all wrong, too. It was kind of crazy. But anyway, I'm not. Uh, you, don't, you don't have to know hockey to know that was clearly offside. But uh, they called that a goal, George, if you can believe it. That's, that's nuts. I'd like to hear the reasoning for why they called uh, that onside. Uh, I, I, that, I, I, I would like bad. to hear it, too, because it's not even close. Guy's way over. Almost two guys were offside on that play. One, definitely. But anyway. I was thinking uh, the same thing. When I first saw the picture, I'm like, oh, he might be offside. And I said, oh, my God, he's way offside. I know. That's the thing, saying two guys. Like, anyway, these guys, uh, yeah, it was uh, just a really, really weird night there watching that game. But, uh, yeah, the Leafs get it done. Up three games to two, George. It'd be nice if both of our teams could advance. It's not going to be easy beating Boston. These guys basically owned Toronto for years. So one win away, you know, the, the fourth one's always the hardest one to get, buddy. But yeah, we'll get to the NHL board. We're almost done uh, going through the baseball. Last game, we talked about Cincinnati and San Diego. Tough game. George and I say pass. We don't, we're not watching. And if you bet on it, good luck to you. That is a very, very difficult game. Rest of the American League, we talked about Toronto and Oakland, Boston and Tampa with Morton. That line's gone up to 145 for the Rays against the Red Sox. Game two, a doubleheader. We got uh, Corn on the Cub going for Baltimore versus the Twins. Perez, Twins game Game two, 145. Tough to bet this one, George, because of what's going to happen in game one of the doubleheader. We don't know, but uh, Minnesota minus 145, game two of the doubleheader versus Baltimore. Yeah, I think you, you, you bring up the great point there that I've been sort of hammering home all show. And double and uh, doubleheaders, you just don't know who's playing game two. We don't have the lineups yet. Now, we'll, obviously, we'll have them before game time there, but to make a prediction now, you know, for all I know, Minnesota's going to sit three players. 
Well, both was going to sit, you know, Mancini and Villar. They were only two worthwhile players. You know, maybe Chris Davis is going to play all nine positions and we're all screwed. But uh, what I'm trying to say there is it's, we don't know the lineups. So to uh, make a guess now is, is rough because generally managers don't want to play their players in both ends of a doubleheader. You know, if, they can, if they have other guys who can squeeze in there, they give them a half a day off, that sort of thing. So I'd be careful here before betting it. That being said, Perez and Cobb, man, they over, they've already said the over-under at 10. I was thinking over here, but I, I, can't, I can't touch this without seeing a lineup. Yeah, I'm going to pass on this one, too. So we'll figure this out a little bit later. Next on the board, we have a great pitching matchup. Uh, the guy who might be a Yankee down the line there, our boy Cole, going for Houston up against Sampson and Son for the Texas Rangers here. Cole laying 260, Rangers plus 210. Run line, Houston, minus 1.5, minus 60. Rangers plus 1.5, plus 135, over, under 9.5. To me, it's Cole or nothing, but I'm probably going to pass on this game there. George, what do you think? You know, I don't know if I've ever seen Sanford and Son. I was never a big fan of that show. Okay, yeah, no, there's so many other options, George. Lots of shows, lots of shows out there. Yeah, never, never a big, uh, <laughs> big fan of the junkyard. Uh, it's fan of the junkyard. God, <laughs> that's, Luke, right. <laughs> that's right. Living in the junkyard. It's like my place. Yeah, it's uh, anyway. I Luke think. Voigt showing uh, the Yankees why he's not a first baseman as he lets <laughs> it go right by him. Defensive liability, but big stick, George. Big stick. It's all that matters, right? I'm not sure it's big enough. That's a horrible play. And as a big a triple for Hamilton, it will lead to a run. Uh, I imagine it will anyway. Uh, it should be an error, but they'll, they'll call it a triple because he didn't touch the ball. Yeah. Anyway. Exactly. All right. So uh, Cole range. I mean, minus 260, that's a lot. That's sure a lot. You know, I certainly think uh, Houston wins the game here uh, with, uh, with Cole. Cole's fantastic. I mean, you know, the uh, big season here. That one two punch for Lander and Cole. Might be the best in the game here. Certainly yep. no fun for anybody to uh, play here. I like Houston, but this would be Parlay City. Polly Parlay. Yep. Polly Parlay, Parlay City. Yeah. And the final game of the night there, George. Uh, uh, this Angels team, I'm actually, I just gave a big speech at the top of the show, but they're not being that good. But, you know, they're going to probably win a game eventually. Uh, Cahill minus 135 uh, for the Angels against Seattle's Kikuchi. The lefty, they're plus 115, plus one and a half, minus 185 if you like the Mariners to lose by one or win. Angels to win by two or more, minus one and a half, plus 55, total nine. I kind of like Cahill and the Angels. Uh, what do you think about this Kikuchi guy there, George? I thought he was overblown in, uh, in spring training in the offseason. He's going to be the next, uh, I don't want to say the next big thing, but people were really thinking he was going to be very good. And he's a, once he's a five-and-fly guy right now, he can't get deep into the game, so he just gets that Mariner bullpen. I mean, Cahill's pretty bad, too, but he's had a couple of decent starts here. I agree with you. I'm pro- I, odds are I'm not touching this game. Another guy I don't want to be forced to watch outside maybe a couple of Mike Trout at-bats. Uh, but it is the late game, which makes it more intriguing to me in case I'm uh, home watching it. But bottom line is... I could see myself putting a little something on the Angels, but probably not touching this one either. Yeah, I think I'm going to play the Angels for a little bit. It's uh, They really let me down earlier, but I think it could be finally a good spot for these guys against Kikuchi. It's not a lot of uh, hey, it's not a lot of juice either there, George, which is, uh, which is really good. And, uh, yeah, I'll lay 35 cents with Cahill at home to see if he can get it done. Let's talk about hockey now, George. It's, uh, it's that time of the season, man. It's pr- pretty crazy. We got more playoff action tonight. Things get started at 3 o'clock. I could hardly wait there. So what are we going to do about these games tonight? We got Dallas and Nashville and oh my god it's going to be awesome we're going to start things off we got the Dallas Stars minus uh sorry Dallas Stars and Nashville this is a 308 puck drop uh, Nashville minus 160 Dallas plus 130 uh, puck line Dallas plus one and a half minus 230 Nashville minus one and a half plus 80 total five I like Dallas in this game. I'm going to split up my bet with a regulation 60-minute half puck. So if the game is tied going into overtime, I win. And I also am going to take Dallas plus 130. I have them in the series. I got to uh, stick with this. I think their uh, Bishop is a better goaltender than Rene, and I think Dallas can get it done. But would it surprise you? Nashville is the favorite. Very, very tough game. But I'm on Dallas. It's a pivotal game, right? Pivotal game, game five. Yep. Series tied at two goals. I think uh, once again, Dallas. <sighs> We all, we all know the problem with the Predators, right? It's goal scoring. It's always been goal scoring for them. And they're, you know, we're not, Forsberg really hasn't had the year we expected from him. Arvidsson, same thing. They've been okay, not great. Uh, Johansson and Turris are invisible. And they've been invisible they all are. year long. This is not a surprise, right? They've been invisible all season long. This team has to win by that defense. Subban, Edcombe, Ellis, uh, those guys, and goaltending. 
And if that defense and goaltending isn't up to par, they're going to have problems here. The star, uh, well, I get, uh, the great players for the stars, I'll say stars for the stars. The great players for the stars have shown up. Ben, Sagin, Radulov, Heiskanen has been uh, Zuc- Yeah, fantastic. he's been amazing. And Zuccarello is playing. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, they've shown up. They've shown up. Dallas is worth a look, George, in this game. And again, I agree when you. it's tight like this, they, I'm taking the damn dog, man. Like, I think Dallas is better than Nashville. And Bishop Said. is playing better than Renee. Wicked. Yeah, we're on the same page. I'm going to split that game up, plus 130, and get the regulation, too. Hopefully take both. Next game, 7-0-8. Uh, no team. This is crazy. All the road teams are so far perfect, 5-0. and Blues lead the Jets three games to two in the series. St. Louis at home laying 50 cents. Jets plus 125. Uh, puck line, Jets plus 1.5, minus 225. St. Louis minus 1.5, plus 185. Total 5.5. I am on the Winnipeg Jets to continue the trend. This series goes 7 Give me Winnipeg and Reg, and give me Winnipeg on the money line plus 125. George, you're on the clock, brother. What do you think? Well, as a fan, I wanted to go Game 7. I want all the series to go Game 7s. I love, I love Game 7s in hockey. As soon as it gets to overtime, it's, it's just psychotic. It's nuts. Absolutely nuts. So I want as many Game 7s as possible. I wonder how uh, Peg gets by of uh, pretty much letting one go. They probably should have won Game Five, yep. and uh, you, you have that quick start, that two nothing start, and you have that you know Schwartz bats went in with 15 seconds left. That's got to play on you mentally a little bit. And I wonder if St. Louis scores first here, you know, and uh, that that home fa- fans tend to go bananas, uh, how it plays. That being said, I, I mean Winnipeg is the better team. They're the yes. better team. And I we're getting I, plus 25 cents. Seems we're pretty plus good to me. 25 cents, and you said it. The the road team has won every game in this series, which would be nuts if it keeps up to the to the end of this. Uh, if it does go seven games, I'll go Peg as well. I don't think that. I just don't think they're going out tonight. But I don't feel great about it. Yeah, it's a tough game. It's uh, I expect all these games. Uh, I wouldn't really advocate it. I did it last night, George, because I like both dogs, and I did did kind of like a three-way thing. I did the plus one-and-a-half parlay with Colorado and Toronto, did the regulation, and took the dogs. But I would suggest every game. I, th- I could see, like, really one-goal games almost everywhere. I wouldn't be surprised if one or two of these games went to overtime. I don't want to put uh, three three games with the plus one-and-a-half, but I got to believe Dallas. Uh, Nashville's pretty tight. I got to believe Winnipeg and St. Louis is tight. But this game, I'm kind of worried about maybe it gets away from somebody, but 808, we got the final game of the slate. Uh, Carolina at Washington Capitals, the favorites minus 155, Canes plus 130. Puck line, we got Carolina plus one and a half, minus 215, and Washington minus one and a half, plus 175, over under five and a half. Surprising because in the last game it's went down. We don't see any sixes, lots of low totals for playoff hockey. I'm kind of looking at Carolina again, uh, George. I know, uh, and this one's different. All the home teams have won so far, like 4-0. and Every team's taking care of business. It's a 2-2 series. Didn't like what I saw from Washington Stars, so that Kuznetsov was lazy in that game. Ovechkin did his thing, but a lot of stars in that team really didn't show up and kind of helped Carolina. Carolina's getting some confidence. They're a very scary team, George. I'm actually looking at taking all three dogs. Do you like Carolina tonight? It's a tough game, though. Carolina deserves so much credit. For winning last game, all right. Uh, you think about it. Not only did right. they win that, but they had no Svechnikov, right? He's I got know. A concussion know. after the fight. No Michael Furland either. And he's uh, yeah. Right. Those he, are their top he, like these are important scores on the team. These aren't yes. fourth line scrubs. Like these guys no. are wicked. These are top six forwards that didn't play. I know. All right, so uh, very impressive what they uh, how they perform. I mean, very impressive. Peter Morazic as goaltender was a guy who was he's you know, on fire. He's on. He couldn't. Detroit couldn't wait to get rid of him. He was terrible last year in Philadelphia, and he's playing lights out right now with Carolina. I mean, it's just fantastic what's going on there. Uh, you, what you said about Washington, I think Washington in Game Four came. I think they thought, ah, with all our sticks and helmets out there, we will yep. we'll win. You know, yeah. I think it was a wake up call. I think it was a wake up call. Back at home today, I expect them to take care of business tonight. I think the lack of depth will will show up tonight. I just don't know how much more Nina Nina Ryer, Aho, and Tara Vinen, and Morazic being a, a brick wall in net. I don't know if that holds true at the home game here. So I think uh, I'm going Washington tonight. Yeah, that one I'm going to put in on the lean category. I'm already definitely betting Dallas. Definitely going to bet uh, Winnipeg, but I could see the Capitals. These guys are they're professionals. They're professional players. So, you know what? Uh, you you got to think that they're going to rebound, right, George? Guys like oh, Ovechkin's probably going to yell at a couple of veterans on that team too and say, "Hey, guys, like you guys were lazy the last game. You, it really pissed me off because he was working, he was back checking, but some of those other guys were ghosts." And I don't think uh, I don't think the, a guy like him will put up with that stuff. He'll probably uh, give these guys a nice kick in the rear end to show up tonight. Like I said, I think it was a wake-up call. 
And I think you're right about Ovechkin. He'll go off on the team, and I'm sure the coach did. So they'll, they'll wake up and they'll play better, a better game tonight in front of the home fans. That'll juice them up as well. And I think they'll take care of business, which makes game six all the more interesting on Monday. Four games in the NBA. We'll quickly go through these before we give a couple DFS, pick, DFS picks in our final games. Brooklyn starts things off 305 against Philly. Nets are two-point dogs against Philadelphia over under 232 to 535. We got the, the Spurs minus four against the Nuggets. 208 and a half is your total. 805. Detroit uh, Pistons and Bucks. The Bucks laying nine and a half on the road. They've dominated. And final game of the night, 1035. The Utah Jazz against Houston and uh, Utah. They got their asses handed to them. Slightly leans in the NBA right now. Hate to say it, but Philadelphia should take care of business against Brooklyn, and uh, that's the only game I'm taking there. I want to take the Nuggets, but not impressed with them. The last game that they played, Milwaukee could blow out uh, Detroit, but nine and a half is a lot to ask, so right now just a small play on the Philadelphia 76ers. George, I put a couple uh, guys in my DFS lineup too for today. I like uh, a lot of Jets in the game against St. Louis. Shifley's a guy that I'm looking at. Connor, Kyle Connor at 5,900 dollars. He didn't play his best hockey the last game, but he's been on fire. I think Zuccarello for Dallas at at $5,400 is a steal, and I love my two defensemen, Falk and Klinberg. Who are some guys that you're looking at in the hockey DFS? All right, hockey DFS, you know me. Gotta go with my goalies, right? Gotta gotta find my goalie. I got Uh, Bishop. Yeah, I think, uh, Bishop is one of my plays as well. I think he may, might be your best play today. I mean, I'm not going Renee. Uh, I Bennington. I mean, I like Bennington as well. That's, yeah, I know for the Blues at home against the Jets, but they're playing a much uh, better offense there. What if well, the Jets break out here? And Holpe. Those would be. I, I'm choosing one of those three. It really comes down to it. If I play, so I was going to play three, four different tournaments. I'd probably have one of each there. I think. Like I, said, I think Washington really rebounds tonight. And I, if I was playing DFS, I'd probably go Washington. Uh, I shouldn't say when, if, I should say when I'm playing DFS, I would think I'm going Washington Stack. I think Washington, once again, wake-up call. They're going to come home. They're going to play well. That's the way I expect it to happen tonight. Uh, Andujar for the Yankees will report to Tampa Bay for, uh, I guess you might call it extended spring training, but that's a very good sign. Once again, I think he'll be back maybe by the end of the month here for those wondering when you get Andujar back in your lineup. Perfect, George. Well, yeah, there we go. And uh, I guess um, one centerman and a winger. I I, I, I also like uh, I, I like where George is going with Washington guys. And uh, just a couple, George, one sleeper guy. What about uh, this guy, Rue Pence from Dallas? Dallas is a lot of these uh, third, fourth line guys that are really playing well. This kid's on fire, 4100 bucks. Who's a real down and dirty uh, sleeper for a hockey DFS lineup before we get to our best bets of the day? Some uh, cheap players that are on your radar. Verona, I'm, I'm stacking uh, caps. So Verona and Washington, somebody I might want to look at there. Uh, I just think I think the Capitals going to take care of business tonight. So I'm stacking Washington. That's where I'm looking for any kind of cheapness or any kind of uh, players. I, all right, I need somebody. I'm going with a cap guy. George stacking caps tonight. Stacking the caps. Maybe I will too. We'll see. We'll see what happens tonight. Stacking uh, beer caps. Well, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what the this evening will hold. Happy Easter to everybody out there. The final picks, George. This is what I'm going with in the MLB. This is going to be bet on some leans too. But San Francisco plus 125, Philadelphia minus 125, and the Angels minus 135 against Seattle. NHL. We talked about it. I'm taking Winnipeg plus a half in reg and plus 125. Dallas plus a half regulation plus 130. 35, lean to Carolina, haven't pulled the trigger. You have almost sold me on uh, the Washington Capitals tonight. NBA, got to lean to the Philadelphia 76ers. What's on uh, Kurtz's betting and DFS card, George? What are your favorite plays uh, going into tonight? We already mentioned uh, about the uh, the betting, so I'm not going to go heavy into that again. As far as the hockey, uh, so we didn't talk about that much. I'm, I'm sticking with the Capitals. Minus 155, a little high to me. That goal yep. scares me a little bit. I'm not touching any of the over-unders, but here's something for you. I'm going to go with the over for the Grand Salami. I, I just like it. I don't know why. It's only averaging yep. five goals a game. I need yep. one game to be nuts. You know, one game to be 5-4, and I got it. I got it. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the over for the Grand Salami. But I admit, I like it. I always, I, I almost always go the over in the Grand Salami. Yeah, the totals are low tonight. Well, George, hey buddy, have a great Happy Easter to you and your family, buddy. Hope uh, you hit some winners. Happy Easter to all the listeners out there too. Hope you get to see some family and friends. Sean, Happy Easter to you. And I'm Cam Stewart. Thanks for listening to the Weekend Fantasy Update. We're back next Saturday. Good luck, everybody. Happy Easter. Me and George will be back on the network soon. Later.